Want a holiday gift your employees or clients will actually love? Send them gourmet peanuts from Hubbard Peanut Company. Hubs Peanuts is a family-owned company that's been making high-quality, delicious peanuts and sending them to every corner of the globe since 1954. Order some of Hub's plain, salted, or chocolate-covered peanuts in a special gift tin for the perfect gift for your friends, employees, clients, or even yourself. Visit HubsPeanuts.com. That's H-U-B-S-Peanuts.com. For the best TV viewing experience, witness the coziest maroons, the most vibrant and brightest moons, the eeriest and darkest tombs, and radiant and vivid hues in any type of room with the Neo QLED and OLED TVs by Samsung. We're supposed to say Samsung, but that didn't rhyme, so <laughs> you're welcome. Samsung, more wow than ever. Good afternoon and good evening, whenever or wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I am your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. Joining me for the next hour in between his trips to the Bang Energy Fountain in his front yard, our single-entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how you doing this morning, bud? What's up, everybody? <laughs> We're doing good. Actually, I woke up earlier than I anticipated because I had to finish up some stuff, so I'm more awake than I normally am on a Saturday morning, so... I'm ready to take a couple L's this morning on some of the stuff I said yesterday, but that's the nature of the beast. Yeah, that is the nature of the beast. Yeah, Josh does write uh, some MMA betting articles here at Osmo. So if you're into uh, MMA or if you're into betting, just head on over to Osmo.com, check out his MMA article. Um, Yeah, I didn't do well last night. I was telling you before the show, I was I went one lineup and I was choosing between Seattle one and Calgary one or Seattle one and Winnipeg one. And boy, I chose wrong last night. Uh, yeah, Winnipeg went absolutely nuclear last night. Uh, eight one was the final or something like that. Uh, Mark Shifley had four points. Blake Wheeler had the three point bonus. Uh, Nikolai Ehlers had a couple goals. Neil Pionk had a good night. Um, you really need, you know, five game slate when a team, team scores eight goals, you're generally going to need them. Uh, you absolutely needed, uh, Winnipeg jets last night. And some of our subscribers had a good night. Uh, I saw using them. I saw, uh, Jetty, Jetty 30 took down second in the 20 max and Hopper out took down, uh, the $40. I saw he was, had three lineups in the top five. I'm assuming he had that, uh, elsewhere as well. So. Great nights for Jetty and, and Hofbrau here at Osmo. Bad night uh, for myself. Um, what, did, what did you think of, of that Winnipeg game? Because, you know, it, it was a game that we talked about yesterday quite a bit, you know, that the Devils back-to-back on the road, five and eight games and all that, playing their backup goalie. Uh, you know, Winnipeg it generally isn't a good five-on-five team, but I think, you know, last night kind of shows the upside that, you know, they do have when things go well. Yeah so wrong about that but like the thing is that like that let me sleep at night i would have never been on the shifu wheeler line especially wheeler like he's just he just comes along for the ride at this point i probably would have been on the pierre lock dubois line but man the devils just looked like they wanted to go home which is what you said and i'm just like i'm fading them anyway (laughs) and i i got crushed within the first five minutes and then you know shifley had a night is never going to be a good night for me. But if you guys like playing that line, congrats. Um, I'm serious. That wasn't like a, like a backhanded compliment. Like if you got there, good job. Um, I just, I don't know. It's not a bad bias. It's just like, it's, it's kind of like the same thing with the Rangers. Like 
last night I played the Rangers top line probably for the first time since the beginning of the season. And it's not because like, I don't want to be a homer. It's just because they've been so bad five on five. And if you watched any of the game last night, you know, they were awful five on five. So that's kind of why I don't play the Winnipeg top line is just because they haven't been great five on five. They, you know, they they were kind of reliant on the power play, but I guess a five and eight devils team back to back on the road will cure all your ailments. Yeah. Especially Jonathan Bernier. Like, he had a great season last year. He looked like he had absolutely no interest being in that <laughs> last night. Like, absolutely none. Like, not tracking the puck anytime it even crossed the blue line. It looked like they just wanted to go straight time and just get the hell out of there. So, yeah, uh, they got their brain speed in. Uh, Vegas, uh, you know, kind of expected, went into Arizona, laid the wood. Max Pacioretty had a couple goals. Uh, Shea Theodore, he was a guy that, uh, we talked down a little bit yesterday because of his ice time, but he went out, had himself a decent game, uh, two assists with three shots, but he played under 20 minutes. And that's the concern here is, you know, Shea Theodore, pretty, pretty good defenseman for 6,400 when he's playing 23, 24 minutes a night. When he's down to 20, that's when I start to get concerned whether he's putting up a couple assists or not. Yeah his ice time if it's consistently over 20 that's when you start playing him he, he kind of has been on a roller coaster of ice time recently so he looked like you know how, how many minutes did he get yesterday 19 15 yeah i mean like if you're gonna get a if you're gonna pay like 6500 for a player you need consistent 22 23 you know did you need him no but like he did score a couple assist so i'm not comfortable playing him when he gets under 20 he needs 22 23 consistently yeah i think that applies to almost any defenseman i almost i really don't care about your role if you're a defenseman at like 6300 on DraftKings, getting 19 to 20 minutes i'm almost never going to play you it's just it's just way and, too thin and nick, nick haig has been a shooting machine and he plays with the the top guys so you could just dump down to him for 3000 cheaper, get the shop bonus and go about your day, tip your top hat and say, Ooh, ah. uh, I see great a flick saying I was, uh, yeah, Josh, I was heavy Rangers, uh, in Vegas last night, closed the laptop and watched the sun's warriors. Uh, yeah. Um, that sounds about right. I closed my laptop, went and bought, watched wheel of time. I think, uh, so, some other people might've closed their laptops and gone and watch a movie. That's just, uh, what happens on slates like that. Before we go too much further, um, if you guys could give us a thumbs up, uh, really helps us here look good for the bosses. Click that subscribe button to help us grow this channel, keep these shows coming. Make sure you click that bell uh, to get alerts when we do hit the air. And I just want to give a special shout out to Yahoo Fantasy. Of course, they are our, our, our sponsor and have been all season long. They have been very good to us. Um, we do have uh, a special for new Yahoo users. We'll talk about it a little bit later on the show, but uh, you can win hundreds of dollars in free stuff from Osimo uh, if you're a new Yahoo user. So uh, just keep it logged here. We'll talk about that here in a little bit. And we have free premium tools and data up on the site. We usually do uh, almost every day, today being no exception. And we have NFL main slate ownership projections uh we have nhl player projections for tonight and we have nba player rankings so whether you're playing nfl tomorrow or nba or nhl tonight uh we have our player projections up and i see jake in chat good morning jake 
saying that our projections uh, on for NHL are live at Osmo right now. So if you are uh, subscribers or not, our projections for NHL are up on the site and you can follow along uh, as we talk about these games and see uh, which players we're talking about, see where they're ranked, see uh, how they're valued and so on and so forth. So be sure to check out our, our free NHL player projections up on the site today. Okay, let's get into this first game. We have a nine game slate to hit. So we have to do kind of uh, crank these out. Tampa Bay, 2.8 implied goal total going into Boston. The Bruins have a 2.9 implied goal total. Uh, Brad Marchand, this is his final game of his suspension, three game suspension. So he'll be out again tonight, presuming uh, Taylor Hall stays on that top line. Should note uh, from Boston, one interesting note is that uh, Nick Foligno finally got pushed down to the third line. So we're not having to deal with uh, Nick Foligno on the second line anymore. Uh, Eric Holla was moved up there. I don't know if like Eric Holla to Nick Foligno is like a massive upgrade, but um, I know Nick Foligno just doesn't bring anything offensively. So I have to imagine Holla at least offensively brings something a little bit more than what he did. Um, we don't have any updates on Matthew Joseph from, from Tampa Bay. Not that I saw, but uh, it would kind of change how I look at this game uh, if he's in tonight, especially with that Boston second line. But what do you like in this game, Josh? Yeah, it's funny because now Boston's at home and magically their top line price came down like 10% to like 21,000. They were what, like 24 on the road? Oh, well, with Marshan, obviously. Hall's in there, but I don't know. Like there is a lot, a lot to like on this slate. So I don't know if I'm going to be spending, you know, over 21,000 for Boston one who hasn't done much with Hall up there. Going into, you know, a Tampa line, you know, with Stamkos at center, you know my thoughts on that, like, but he's actually been okay. He hasn't been awful. This this game just, like, the first, when I was going through the slate uh, last night, you know, taking my notes for the show, just like, I don't want to play this game in 1-3. This is an MME game for me. Uh, if you want to play Boston one, you know, listen, it is what it is. You get, you know, Pasternak, Bergeron, Hall, all on the top power play. Like we mentioned when, when Marshan got sp- uh, suspended, Bergeron, Pasternak's numbers with and without Marshan have been pretty stark. And, you know, Taylor Hall is a good player. I know Jake's watching, so I have to say good. Um, he's not a great finisher. He's just kind of what he is at this point in his career. I, I just at the price that they're at I'm going to be underweight, especially one to three and MME, you can have a bunch if you, if you like them, you know what I mean? There's just so many other spots on this slate that I would rather play in one to three. I think I'm going to, for that reason, I'm going to X boss one out, but you know, I completely get an MME. I do like the two man at Charlie Coyle, Craig Smith, especially if Joseph's out uh, it's, it's cheap. Craig Smith is still 2,800 for whatever reason. Coyle's only 3,800. They're both on the, the quote-unquote second power play. Uh, Austin, just real quick, Coyle jumped up to the top power play unit at the end of their last game over Felino. Oh, yeah, for Felino, yeah. That makes sense because Felino is just absolute <laughs> dust. But, um, but yeah, I mean, you don't – what I was going to say is you don't really have to worry about the second power play time because Boston's top power play sees the majority of the minutes. Yeah on the power play anyway. So I, I like the coil Smith two man. If you're looking to get in a, an expensive power play stack on the Tampa side, 
I'm probably out on Tampa until, you know, they get some of their players back. It's just hard to full stack anything. If you want to one off a Palat or a one off a Sorelli, I think that's fine. But full stacking for me is going to be a no-no for Tampa. Yeah, I will say, like, the one line I will like Boston two does interest me here. Uh, Coyle and Smith two man. Um, you highlighted exactly why they could be a, a good spot here tonight, especially if Matthew Joseph is out for Tampa. So I won't go uh, too much longer there. It's the Tampa one line that kind of I don't say I won't say it interests me, but sixty percent scoring chance share in their sample together. That's really good and. The thing that's keeping me away from them is this is obviously not a very good matchup. They're going to go, you know, going into Patrice Bergeron is not what you want on a nine game slate. But like if I was playing 150, I would probably look to see where Tampa Bay's one is going to be and try to get a little bit over on them here tonight. Because I really do think that top line, especially since Alex Barry Boulet uh, came back from Seattle, whatever happened there. The 12 he's, hours he spent in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, he's looked like a, a good player for them. So I'm probably not going to get there. I think I'm playing three lineups tonight. I'm, I don't think I'm going to get the Boston one or t- Tampa one of my three, but I probably would get there if I was playing 20, certainly if I was 150. So uh, they are what sticks out to me uh, in this game. On the blue line, uh, there's really not a whole lot for me. Uh, Brandon Carlo, 2,600 is a guy that's always in play. Um, there's really no one from the Tampa side that I like, unless you want to play like Turnack, maybe for 3,200, but that's about it. Yeah, I'm in agreement there. Um, yeah, I don't want to pay 6,300 for McAvoy. I don't really want to play 7,400 for heading on the road. So yeah, I agree. This is Turnack, Carlo, or move on. Yeah. All right. Speaking of moving on, Colorado, 3.8 implied gold total going into Ottawa. The Sens have a 2.4 implied gold total. Um, you know, we talk about Ottawa all the time uh, on this show, uh, how bad they are, how bad they've been. I'm, I'm writing the Power Place articles today uh, for Osmo.com, and I started it last night. This is what's in the Power Place article. Um, the Ottawa Senators find themselves last in the league in points behind Arizona. They were at, near, or worse than the bottom 10 defensively across the board before their COVID shutdown, and in the six games returning, they are at near or worse the bottom 10 defensively across the board that's both five on five and on the penalty kill there's just nothing to worry about from the ottawa side like i think the worst you could say is that maybe they could they match up against the second line and the second line has actually shown some decent defensive numbers at times but even that doesn't really worry me um the only thing that concerns me for colorado is the price because that that top line is coming in just under 25,000 combined. And then Kale McCarr, I think, is 8,100 or 8,200 or something like that. So really expensive Colorado one, but obviously a great spot. So what do we do here, Josh? Yeah, I'm loading Colorado one into the lineup builder right now with McCarr. So if you put in Colorado one with McCarr, you have an average of 3420 remaining for a full line, a defenseman, and a goalie. Again, if you put the cheapest bully on the slate, you have like 10,000. You're basically at min price. You're basically going to have to fill it out with min price. So it is impossible to power play stack the abs tonight because Kadri is also 7,300. So this is an insanely good spot for them, though. So, like, I really, in a, in a vacuum, I love, love, love Colorado one tonight. Um, 
apparently I think I'm on Broadway. <laughs> this is not the time. Uh, Colorado won. What can you say? Like they're fully correlated. McKinnon's back. He got the rust out from, he didn't look too good the last game, but you know, nothing, nothing to worry about from the Senators side. The problem is like we talked about is the price. I think, you know, you have to leave McCarr off if you full stack uh, Colorado one, if you want to do like McKinnon rant and leave off Landis Scott, put in McCarr, something like that. I think that's fine. But for me, I would full stack Colorado one. I think, you know, I don't know. Like, maybe I just wouldn't even use a defenseman. I don't think you have to force a defenseman in and if you can't fit in a car. If you want to go down to Colorado, too, I think that's perfectly fine as well. Nishushkin, 3,700, Burkowski, 4,100. You can, you know, do like a little power play two stack, put in Devin Tays or Sam Gerrard there. I think that's a decent way to get lower ownership in a high total game. Uh, you don't have to put in Kadri. Kadri, uh, 7,300. Although at that price, I would imagine he comes in a, a tad overlooked. Uh, so if you if you want to go full Colorado two here, I think that that's going to be a fairly low owned stack as a three man. On the on the Senator side, if you want to have a little bit of that, you know Norris Kachuk Batherson line, I think that's fine in MMA one to three. Uh, it, there's not going to be much for me from the Sens. Maybe a couple guys on the blue line. Yeah, I'll skip over Colorado one because you know there's not a lot to say here. They're super expensive. And but they're still projecting very, very well for us. McKinnon, our highest projected center, Ranton in top three for wingers, along with Ovechkin and Pasternak. Like that they are who they are. It's a great spot. It's just they're very expensive. So if you can find a good filler line, and we're going to talk about filler lines and you know through the rest of the show, uh, go ahead and use them. But Colorado two, you know, the defensive numbers, some of them not great, but the offensive numbers, 73 shot attempts per 60 minutes, 32 scoring chances per 60 minutes, like those are pretty good numbers. I do like Colorado too a lot here tonight. You mentioned how expensive Kadri is and that could absolutely keep some people off of them. But the three man stack is only 15 K that's not that bad. And it, and it, you know, this, this game started at 3.8 Colorado's up to a four implied goal total. This could then land at like 4.2 or 4.3 by the time this whole thing's over. So um, I really do like just, like you said, just full stacking that Colorado second line, really good offensive numbers. And there's no matching concerns here um, for Ottawa at all, um, whether five on five, you know, even the penalty kill, their penalty kill is bottom three in the league, like in Colorado two, still going to get some secondary uh, power play minutes. So we should also mention this is three and four nights for Ottawa. Uh, definitely not uh, what you want from them. So like you said, Colorado one is expensive. Um, if you have a filler, I think I would, I would lean two man. I would probably just go McKinnon, Rantanen, and, and just leave everybody else off. I, it, there's just too much. There's just too much salary tied up at the most. McKinnon, Rantanen, uh, and McCarr. On the Ottawa side, I think we can. I want to. I want to say go back to Artem Zub. Like I'm not playing any of the forwards. The forwards just don't interest me here. Um, if you want to play Batherson, like that that full top line, Batherson, Kachuk, Norris. Um, they're reasonably priced, so I have no problem with that. Uh, they're coming in, you know, under 15 K. So, you know, that top line is cheaper than the Colorado second line. Uh, I just don't really like, um, that spot or, you know, just the way Ottawa has been playing at all. Um, so they're not going to be my one to threes. I would probably get there in 20 or 150, obviously just not in one to three lineups, uh, on the blue line. I'm probably going to be writing up Nikita Zaitsev for Ottawa. He's been getting more minutes 
of late uh, played like 26, I think in their last game. And he's generally a very high shot blocker when he does get minutes and he's only 2,600. So I think I like Zaitsev the most. What do you got here? Yeah. Zub Zaitsev, if you're Jake, Nick Holden, for some reason, he had a Nick Holden lineup in the 295 the other night that I was ripping him about, but uh, I'd rather play Zub Zaitsev on the Colorado side. I think Gerard's okay at 4,200. If you have 5,600 for Devin Tays, I think that's fine as well. I am avoiding the Johnson and Johnson pairing. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I thought, I thought we were going to get some joke out of that, but no, we'll just go no. with that. No, um, get access to all the great Osmo Plus <laughs> tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there with an Osmo Plus weekly pass for $29.95. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com, including player projections, ownership projections, our premium Discord, our lineup builder, and a whole lot more. If you're a new user of Osmo Plus Platinum, then you can take advantage of the promo code we have for this show, which is NHL Strategy Show, all caps, all one word, NHL Strategy Show, for 25% off your first week of Osmo Plus Platinum. You can find the link to activate this coupon in the description of the video below. And of course, if you're only looking to play NHL DFS, you can sign up for our Osmo Plus NHL package for as low as $3.95 a week. Stop guessing, start winning, join Osmo Plus today. That's NHL Strategy Show, all caps, all one word, 25% off your first week of Osmo Plus Platinum for new users. All right, this next game, 2.9 implied goal total for the Islanders. They're going into Detroit. The Red Wings have a 2.8 implied goal total. Of course, Tyler Bertuzzi remains out for Detroit. He's on the COVID list. That means Robbie Fabry likely to stay on the top line for the Red Wings. Uh, as for the Islanders, not expecting any massive line changes, but uh, as with the Islanders and we've seen over the last, you know, seven weeks or whatever, uh, expect just about anything from this team. So what do you like here, Josh? And, uh, the Islanders are just a mess. <laughs> I, I To put it lightly, I, I don't know if I'm going to full stack anything on the Islanders. You know, Barzell's price has come down to 5,900, but he's playing with Josh Bailey. It just doesn't do too much for me. You know, Zach Greasy in the top six in 2021 is is quite a scene. Um, I'm probably going to be out on the Islanders. I know it's Detroit. I'm not going to full stack anything. You know, I, I may have like a Barzell Lee or, you know, like a one-off Bavillier, something like that. But full stacking the Islanders on this slate is just going to be a no for me. On the Detroit side, I like that top line. Uh, Fabry uh, is a bit of a downgrade from Bertuzzi, but, you know, they still fully correlate. Fabry is usually about half the price of what Bertuzzi would be. So you get a discount there. I see Zadina's back with Suter. So I, I do really like that too, man. It's only 5,500 for the two of them. Like, if you're looking to get in the Bostons of the world, the Colorados of the world, that's your spot right there. Suter, Zadina. Uh, so this game, not much that I'm super excited about. You know, a couple one-offs on the Islanders. I, I do like Detroit one. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to get to them in one to three, but they're definitely an MME line. I, I do really like that two-man or even full stacking with Valena there because that, that full line is like 8K. Yeah. Um, the thing with the Islanders is they're bad. And yeah. <laughs> they haven't gotten better as the season's gone on. And I want to, I kind of want to play the top line here tonight for the Islanders because I think Bertuzzi's a 
fairly sizable loss defensively on that top line, right? Like Dylan Larkin, he can't carry a line defensively by himself. You know, he's good, but he's not Patrice Bergeron. He's not in that mold, right? Uh, Lucas Raymond, he's still a rookie. He's only played 20 games in the NHL. He's 18 or 19, 19 years old. Sorry, uh, turned 20, I think. Um, and Robbie Fabry is just not a good defensive player. He's uh, very, very good with the puck. He's just not good defensively. So I think this could be a good spot for the Islanders' top line. It's just, you know, the Red Wings tend to send out Rasmussen at times against top lines. And the Islanders' top line over the last month, 47% sh uh, shot share, 42% of the scoring chances. They're allowing almost 40 scoring chances against per 60 minutes just... over the last month. Like this top line is just getting absolutely bulldozer every time they're getting on the ice. So as much as I want to play the Islanders here, I like, I think I have to go, I have to agree with you and go to Detroit and go to the top line, go with cheap Fabry, go with, you know, a cheap top line, uh, perfectly correlated on the power play. You know, it's not as if this is a bad matchup for Detroit. Like you said, the Islanders have been bad defensively all year, uh, like still around the bottom five, bottom 10 in across all categories defensively at five on five over the last month. So yeah, um, nothing for the Islanders for me. Like I, I want to play their defenseman, but I even went and looked at the defenseman ice time and they're just completely spreading out the ice time. Every single, def I think every single defenseman except for one last game was between 18 and 21 minutes. And the other guy was at like 16. So like, what are you going to do? Just guess, pick a name out of a hat. You know what I mean? So like, uh, honestly nothing for me from the islanders there's nothing that interests me uh detroit one uh interests me the most uh, obviously detroit two uh if you like you said if you want to sneak in your super expensive colorados or torontos or whatever uh on the blue line like i said with the islanders pick a name out of a hat i don't even care about them anymore uh about the uh with the red wings uh, obviously correlate cedar if you want anything else uh, stick out to you there chronic 3400 uh i like that's about it. Uh, Danny DeKaiser's price kind of made me right, raise an eyebrow a little bit, but I think I'd rather play Chronic than Danny DeKaiser. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. Just anytime I anytime I put Danny DeKaiser in my lineup over the last two or three years, it just feels like a mistake, right? Yeah, yeah it just feels <laughs> awful clicking him in. Um, let's get to this next game. Columbus, 2.6 implied gold total going into Washington. The Caps have a 3.6 implied goal total. Uh, could be some – we're doing this show. It is 9.30 in the morning Eastern. It is before warm-ups and morning skates and before, you know, some reporters even get to the rink and all that. So we just don't have the information right now. But yesterday, Nicholas Backstrom, TJ Oshie, and Connor Sheary all skated full contact, full practice and everything for the Washington Capitals. Now – Oshie hasn't played in like a month. Backstrom, I don't think, has played all year. And Shiri's been a few weeks at least. So maybe they need more than one full complete practice to get back in. But I could also see Nicholas Backstrom saying like, you know, I've missed almost two months of the season. Get me back in the lineup now. You know what I mean? So I don't know how this is going to shake out just yet. The super high total would tell me that maybe they're expecting some reinforcements tonight. Like I can't imagine you know, Lars Eller 2C with a 3.6 implied goal total at home. <laughs> Maybe it will be. Uh, we'll see. What do you think about this game, Josh? Yeah, man, this oh, capitals are frustrating for DFS. But, you know, 
if Shiri and Oshi are back and they're both on, you know, the power play on the second line, they're seven K for the two of them. You know what I mean? Like that's just way too cheap. Go, having a good matchup here. You know, you want to go to the Ovechkin Kuznetsov two man. That's really expensive. That's 16, seven for the two of them, which is, you know, Ovechkin is 9,600 tonight. You know, if you fade him, he's going to, you know, hit the hat trick on the empty net. If you play him, he's going to have like three shots on goal and an assist. That's how, that's like how my luck has been with Ovechkin. The Capitals are frustrating, but I think this is a, a, a good spot for them. The one thing that, you know, normally when I talk about the Caps, it's like, oh, let's power play stack him. The Columbus Blue Jackets don't take many penalties. So um, I think if you're going to use the Capitals tonight, it's you're going to full stack some lines here. Uh, if Backstrom, Oshi, and Sherry are back, and that's the second line, I think that that one's going to interest me, interest me more than Kuznetsov Ovechkin, just from a price standpoint. Um, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, you want to use that top line. I think that's fine. You know, the big thing here for me is actually seeing lines and seeing who's going to be playing who's going to be in and out because that's going to make a big difference for me because i don't really want to power play stack them tonight i i want a full stack of line so you know as much as i can talk about which line i want to use right now i need to know who's going to be in and out tonight before i give any concrete advice on the on the columbus side um i don't mind that top line i just don't know if tonight you really need to get there uh, in MME, I think you can have a little bit, but you know, I'll, I'll wait for a better matchup at home for the, for Columbus before I start using Jenner uh, Bjorkstrand again. See, Columbus one is kind of interesting to me if Backstrom pl- does play tonight because you know maybe Backstrom has a little rusty, a little slow. You know, hasn't played a hockey game since what last May? Like that's seven yeah. months. That's seven months ago now. Um, you know, if that's if that happens, and you know, watch the Backstrom's back, he's going to get the top line match from Columbus. You know, maybe I could see Columbus one in that match because it is a somewhat cheap uh night for Columbus one. 13,600 is fairly cheap, and uh, it's not like it wouldn't be a terrible matchup, right? So, and I imagine they're going to come in at very low ownership as well. So, I think Columbus one is interesting for me here. I just have to see, like. Honestly, I'd rather Backstrom be back for this game and play Columbus one. If Backstrom's out, I, I think I would probably stay away from them because I want to take advantage of him having not played a game in so long. So um, I do like Columbus one here tonight. Um, 
I'm, I might get the. It's because they you can almost treat them as a filler. That's the problem with me here tonight. It's not like they're a 16k line where you have to match them with another 16 or 17k line. They're a filler stack just about where you can fit in with Toronto or you can fit in with Nashville or you can fit in with Pittsburgh. You know what I mean? So like Borkstrand's price came down like 2K. Yeah, that's the only thing that's kind of attracting me here. If like if Bjorkstrand was still 7,100 and, you know, Jenner was 62 or something like that and Nyquist was 35, I'd, you know, pass, move along. I think this this line should be $3,000 more expensive than it is, is the problem here. So like, I I do like Columbus one on the road. I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna say if you if you feel if you feel nervous about it, don't play them because the, you know it could be a tough spot. I just think I just think that you know the top line 62 shot attempts per 60 minutes, three expected goals per 60 minutes. They've been scoring as well. I do like the Columbus top line in this game. Washington, I'm with you. I just I just can't say anything until we know exactly what their lineup is going to be. So, you know, other than power play stacking for now, or not power play stacking for now, I, I would say, you know, stacking even strength is the way to go. But I just don't have more information about that team right now. Uh, on the blue line, what do you got for us? I mean, on the Columbus side, there's a bunch of cheap guys you can you can play here. Jake Bean, uh, Gavrikov, Bachquist, pick your pick your boy and put him in. On the uh, Washington side, not much, really. Like, I don't want to pay 6700 for Carlson as a one-off. If you want to put him in with Ovechkin, I think that's fine. But, like, Carlson's season has been a, a bit wonky. So, I don't know if I want to pay up for Carlson. So, not much on the – on the what team is this? The capital side for <laughs> defense. Whoa, had a moment. Uh, we have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NHL season to bring you some great offers. Check out our exclusive limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo. Sign up for an account via the link below. Deposit and play. That's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you play in your first pay contest. And we will reach out via email with your coupon. If you need immediate access, email support at Osmo.com and we'll get you set up. You can also claim a free $10 of site credit by clicking the link, the link in the video description below, which can be used to enter any Yahoo contest, including Sunday's $1 million NFL baller. Make sure to make sure to use our DFS tools and projections designs designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. So first time users, check out that deal we have uh, with Osmo. You get a free month of Osmo plus platinum so you can get our free premium tools and data to help you out as you uh, begin uh, your DFS journey. All right, let's move this along. Montreal, 2.7 implied goal total. They're going into Nashville. The Predators have a 3.5 implied goal total. couple notes for the Habs here. Uh, Jeff Petrie looks like he's shutting her down uh, for a little while. It seems obvious now that in hindsight that he was playing injured. Um, he looks like he's done. Um, Montreal also expected to welcome back Mike Hoffman. Sorry, uh, Mike Hoffman was skating on the power play units yesterday, but they didn't do any five-on-five skating. So, of course, as we sit here right now, we don't have lines. And they did change up their lines. I mean, completely just dynamited their lines uh, in that last game against Colorado when they got beat at home. So, 
Uh, I I honestly I couldn't even tell you a, a two a two man stack to go with from the Habs at this point. So I don't know what we're gonna do here uh, on that side. I think it seems pretty obvious what we might do on the on the Nashville side though. Yeah, like welcoming Mike Hoffman back might help them on the power play, but it doesn't do anything defensively. So like it doesn't really change my opinion on Nashville. Nashville one is one of my favorite spots of the night. They're only 17-8 to full stack. Uh, I want to see ownership. Not and um, we we had we talked about ownership yesterday. Like not a huge deal. I just don't want them to be like 30% on this slate. I don't think they will be, but um fully correlated, you know, that the that line has just been you know, we talked about it. We got in before, you know, the Nashville one rush with the Forsberg for four goals. They're not going to be sneaky tonight. Like, I know that. It's just a matter of if they're like 15% or like 25%. Just, you know, check out the ownership. But I, I really do like them tonight. Um, the second line, you know, if you need a really cheap two-man again, like if if you're trying to jam in Colorado and you want some lower-owned guys in a high total, Ely Tolvin and Luke Cunning, two-man. 5,700, like not my favorite, but like beggars can't be choosers when you're trying to jam in Colorado. You know what I mean? You just need to find two guys on the same line that can score in a good matchup. And, you know, those are your two. If you want to play Rijo, please stop scoring Rijo for the love of God. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, Nashville won for me on Montreal side, like, even if we had concrete lines, I don't think I'd be on them tonight. So I don't mind a Mike Hoffman one off 3,200 on the power play. I think it's fine, but you know, this team fired the GM. They said the coach is going to make it through the season just because, you know, they're tanking and they want a good draft pick, but like this team's a mess. Uh, they're going to be, you know, rebuilding, I would imagine. So Hoffman one off is okay. Like, if I see some lines, there's a combination that I like that is going to get a good matchup in the bottom six, maybe, but like we just don't have that information right now. Yeah. I, you know, I just like Nashville one a lot 65 shot attempts per 60 minutes, 32 scoring chances per 60 minutes of five on five, controlling 57% of the scoring chance share. Like they're just a very dominant line. There's no line that Montreal can put together that could contain them. Um, so I just, you know, especially with, I'd say Jeff Petrio, but obviously he was hurting the team. So maybe uh, him getting replaced actually might help. The thing that concerns me about Nashville's top line is it seems like they, they're getting inconsistent minutes. I look at their game logs last five games, 15, 16, 17, 19, 20. You know, 19, 20 would be nice. 15, 16 wouldn't be. You know what I mean? So like that's I, – but I think one of those 15 or 16 games was when that, Philip Forsberg had that four-goal game. So maybe it was just a I, blowout. I would like – like on the, the the counter argument to that is like Boston's top line has has the same minute concerns sometimes. Would you rather pay seventeen eight for seventeen minutes, or would you rather pay twenty one nine for 15, you know seventeen minutes? Yeah, that's a good point too. Yeah. I suppose that is a that's kind of they're it's built into the pricing, right? Like yeah. they're not a twenty k line. That that is a good point. So, um, hey, maybe they just go out flat out start playing twenty minutes a night. <laughs> you know that very I well mean, could. On the, they also don't need 20 minutes against this Montreal team, I don't think. But. Yeah, if they need 20 yeah. minutes a night, something's gone horribly wrong. Yeah. Um, but And the other thing is um, Montreal takes their fair share of penalties and has a bottom 10 penalty kill as well. Um, so it's not as if this is just a good five-on-five matchup. It's good on the power play. 
And like Nashville takes their fair share of penalties as well. So I think, you know, even Mike Hoffman one-off makes sense in this game. Uh, you know, get him back in his first game for the Habs. I imagine he won't carry very much ownership. Uh, he's all the way down to 3,200. It seems like a perfect one-off for me in this game. Uh, any defensemen stick out to you in this one um, besides, obviously, Roman Yossi? Not really. Um, like, honestly, not really. <laughs> like, yeah. there's just nothing there. Yeah, I, honestly, I, Roman Yossi is one of my favorite defense plays on the slate, even at his price. Uh, yeah. Just, you know, loading Roman Yossi. And, Josh, you know, you can you can send that money over for me saying that now. Yeah, yeah. Jake, you know, I'll send you my Ethereum address. You could just drop in the bonus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially the way Ethan's go is going yeah. this morning as well. Um, <laughs> Toronto, 3.1 implied gold total going into Minnesota. The Wild have a 3.1 implied gold total as well. Um, here's an interesting thing I noticed looking through the Minnesota stats last night. Their shutdown line hasn't been as good as it has in recent seasons. Like the Felino Erickson at Greenway shutdown line in recent seasons was like 1.3 goals against like 45 shot attempts allowed for 60 minutes. Uh, this season, it's those numbers have gone up and they're closer to like 52 shot attempts against 2.2 expected goals against for 60 minutes. And they're underwater by expected goal share and shot share. So like, they're not the lockdown, shutdown, defensive stalwarts they were. Now, is it a blip because it's only been like 70 or 80 minutes of ice time as opposed to the hundreds of minutes they've had in the past? It very well could be. But it is a concern because, you know, we're not just talking about like some crappy Islanders line coming in tonight. This is Austin Matthews and John Tavares and Willie Nylander. You know, Billy and the boys are in town tonight looking <laughs> to lay some wood on the wild. So uh, I, you know, I think that kind of, it kind of takes me towards Toronto side here, especially a 3.1 total tied for the highest on the road for any team tonight. So what do you see here, Josh? Yeah. Joel Erickson, that got a taste of goal scoring. He's like, ah, F defense. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, but like, who knows if it's a blip? Uh, I would, I would assume like maybe they get a little bit better. But you know, Matthews has looked really good recently. Um, you know my thoughts on Marner, but like, Marner eighty one hundred Marner is an absolute no. Sixty eight hundred Marner isn't interesting for me. It's getting into that price range where if he, you know, Wenberg's himself to a three assist game, he'll pay off at his price. Um, you know, oh, we should say one thing about Marner. He got drilled in practice by Muzzin uh, and left practice yesterday. So he might yeah. be out tonight, might not be. We'll see. Yeah, uh, Muzzin, I hope you got my check. But um, <laughs> <laughs> if not, you know, get in contact with me. But, you know, uh, 6,800 Marner is not too bad. Like that line's under 20K. And I think it's a good contrarian option because – there's a lot to like on the slate and people are just gonna be like, Oh, they're going against the checking line in Minnesota. I'm out, you know? And if their ownership is coming in under 10% or something like that, I don't know how low it would have to be for, you know, you to be like, Ooh, this is a good Matthew spot. Um, but listen, I, I, I kind of like Matthews here. I like the Tavares Nylander two man. Uh, I also really like the Minnesota top line here tonight. Like their numbers are just out of bounds. Um, like, it's just insane. Like, 
Kaprizov like saved Hartman's career. I think like even though he just signed like a a three year deal, those two numbers, th- those two together, their numbers are absolutely insane. I like them tonight. Um, you know, uh, Jack Campbell has had a very very good season, and that does worry me a little bit, but those numbers are just too good to ignore. I do really like Minnesota's top line tonight. I like the Leafs top six, Minnesota top line. Um, don't mind a Fiala one off, just, you know, get the boys some, some line mates for the love of God. Yeah. Get him some line mates, please. Um, to your point about Minnesota one and their numbers together this year, they're on their, their power play numbers. They honestly are power play numbers. 90, one shot attempts per 60 minutes, 5.4 expected goals. Like those are legitimately power play numbers and not a bad power play, like an average one. Yeah, not, not the Coyotes power play. <laughs> yeah, not the Coyotes. Like we're looking at, you know, maybe like a Columbus power play or something like that here. Uh, obviously those numbers are going to come down, but it just speaks to the talent and the chemistry that those three players have together. It's just that Toronto's a pretty good defensive team, and it doesn't matter really if it's the second or the third line. They're still good defensively. Um, so I like I have no problem really playing Minnesota one here tonight. I really don't. Um, it's just that they are fairly expensive, and like at that price, you know, Carolina one is roughly the same price. Pittsburgh one is roughly the same price. Nashville is much cheaper. You know what I mean? Like Boston's about $1,500 more expensive or something. So I just think there are other top lines other than that Minnesota line that I can go to, but if people want to play them, go right ahead. What I have written up in the power plays article is John Tavares uh, in that second line for Toronto. Uh, One, because they are going to avoid the shutdown line for Minnesota, you know, presuming that they are a shutdown line. And two, Minnesota takes a lot of penalties, takes a lot of penalties, like second or third most in the league. While Toronto has a really, really good power play, uh, top five in the NHL over the last month. And John Tavares has more scoring chances on the power play than any other Toronto player over the last month. And it's because he's he's the shooter. He's the focal point in that in the middle of the power play believe it or not i don't know why but it's not austin matthews it's john yeah. tavares and every time tavares scores on the power play like matthews is never involved like i've been looking at that and it's just the weirdest thing it's yeah i think it's just the way that they're that they're set up they can't get the passes from matthews to yeah. tavares for the one-timers they have to go down low first yeah. so you know matthews kind of gets taken out so i like toronto too here tonight uh on the blue line not a whole lot sticking out for me um goligoski 3300 well, Goligoski and Muzzin, 33 and 3,100 respectively on each side. Um, that's about it for me. What about you? Same. Um, Hughes in that Minnesota top line, you know, Brody is fine at 5,200. He's getting into that price point where it's a little bit tricky. Um, that's really about it. Yep. Good, good enough for me. All right. Next game. We're going to get into it in a second because we're going to talk about Odd Shopper first. Odd Shopper is changing the way you approach sports betting. Shopping to find the best line available is always important, but Odd Shopper allows you to find your best bet in 30 seconds or less. Through its powerful filtering uh, mechanism, Odd Shopper quickly delivers bets that you want to make right to your fingertips. Click the link in the description of this video to head on over to Odd Shopper and check out its innovative e-commerce inspired platform right now. There are hundreds of bets available to make all to make all updated in real time. 
even better odd shoppers now now has expected win percentage and return on investment included for nfl and nba player props which are derived straight from osmos dfs projections so you can now find the best edges betting player props it's 100 percent free no sign up required there's no reason to not at least give it a look so take a look at odd shopper over at osmo.com all right next game Buffalo going into Carolina. This is probably going to be the chalkiest spot on the entire slate, but I think Buffalo 2.3 implied goal total going into Carolina. Uh, Carolina is at 3.9 implied goal total. Carolina also uh, completely blew up their lines. Top line is Sebastian Ajo with Tuvo Teravine and Nino Niederreiter. Second line, Vincent Trocek with Andre Svechnikov and Seth Jarvis. And then down from there, uh, I'm going to be writing up Tuvo Teravainen for my power plays article today. Believe it or not, his shot rate, especially over the last few weeks to a month, is really, really, really good. And now he's back up on the top line with Aho, top power play unit as well. But they're obviously going to carry a lot of ownership, Josh. So how are you, tra- how are you handling this game? Yeah, I see in the lineup builder that Malcolm Subban may start tonight too. Malcolm Subban. <laughs> He's not very good, guys. In case no, uh, in case anybody didn't pick that up, he's not very good. He is not very good. Like, I'd rather it be Dustin Tokarski or a-, a Rondell, but like Malcolm Subban, not very good. I like that top line, Aho Teravine. And like putting in Nino Niederreiter for 3K is not going to hurt you at all. He's a good player. He he will handle himself up there. Uh that second line is nice as well. Even dipping down to that third line is okay. You know what I mean? But, like, I want to see ownership. I want to play the line that's going to be low around. It, it, you know what I mean? Like, Aho Teravinen is fine. Trocek, Svechnikov with Jarvis, fine. It's just, you know, I think I want to try to find a little bit of leverage in this really high total game. If they're coming in around the same same ownership, you know, play the line you like. There's, there's not really – a matchup on the Sabres that they're going to worry me. Subban and Net is just insane to me. Um, like for as bad as the Sabres goalie is, I didn't think they could get much worse. And then we're popping in with Malcolm Subban. Like, I mean, nobody's <laughs> not going to convince me they're not sneak tanking again this year like oh, they did five years ago. Remember when they traded all their goalies whenever yeah. a goalie would have a good game? I'm convinced this is about what they're yeah, doing. This is an absolute different. tank. Yeah, they're just they're just, you know. So, yeah, Carolina, I want to see an ownership run. Like, it's really pick pick whoever you like here. Like, I would imagine Trocek is going to be a little bit lower owned. Like, the Trocek, Sveshnikov is going to be a little bit lower owned than Aho Teravainen. I think, I think both lines are completely fine. Uh, you want to, you know, power play stack, sure. On the, on the Sabre side, you want to get to a little bit of that top line in MME. I think that's fine, you know, because they're fully correlated. Carolina takes a ton of penalties. Um, but, you know, other than that, I'm not going to have much on the Sabres. Yeah, I think if you want to get different for Carolina, something to do is throw in Jacob Slavin. His price has come up a lot to 5,100. And he's, I don't know if he's really worth it, but top power play minutes without uh, Tony D'Angelo in, I think is fine. Um, or even just putting in Brady Shea instead, I, I think is fine as well. Uh, nothing from the Buffalo side for me. Um, the you know the Olafson line is perfectly correlated on the power play, but like I don't want to play them to hoping they take advantage of Carolina's uh, discipline problem. So nothing for Buffalo for me. Um, 
yeah, I, I think I would just mix in Slavin or Shea with the top line or second line to try to get a little bit different because it will be fairly chalky here. We do have to get a little bit of a move on here. Two more games left to get to. Chicago, 2.7 implied goal total. They're going into New York. The Rangers have a three point the Rangers have a 3.5 implied goal total. It's one of the highest. I think it's like the third or fourth highest on the slate. So obviously we're going to have to talk about them, but anybody, you know, anybody who watched that game last night against San Jose, like this is a team that struggles to generate at five on five. Um, Igor Shesterkin was injured in the third period. Didn't it, they say they're saying it's not super serious. It Maybe awful. like, yeah, it looked real bad. They're saying it's going to, it looks like some sort of like, like groin injury or whatever. So Georgiev is almost certainly going to be starting. Um, Mika Zibanejad played less than Kevin Rooney last night at five on five. He had the least amount of even strength ice time of any New York Rangers forward. That's unplayable to me. Uh, obviously, Strom Panarin, I think, is in play. But honestly, it's not the Rangers that I like in this game. So why don't you talk about this one? Yeah, I mean, I'm out on that top line. I watched that game yesterday. I aged like 74 years just watching them try to generate five on five against the Sharks team on a back to back on the road. They couldn't do anything. If you want to go to Strom Panarin, I think that's fine. I, I like well, I like going back to that third line. Like the third line actually looked pretty good. Uh, They're generating a whole bunch. They just couldn't, you know, score. But I don't, I don't mind going back to Lafreniere Heedle. Uh, I think that third line is, is fine tonight if you're trying to get in the expensive boys. On the Blackhawks side, um, yeah. Uh, Taze, Kane, Hagel, I like them. Uh, listen, Yorgiev is nowhere near the goalie Igor is. He's decent. Like, he just – the more playing time he gets, the better he is. Like, I think that's just, you know, how it is with any backup goalie. But, like, yeah. you can take advantage of Yorgiev tonight. The Rangers have defensive issues. Uh, they're back to back. You know, Taze Kane is probably going to go pretty overlooked, considering how many other expensive spots there are. So if they're if they're fairly well owned, I, I like them tonight. You want to get even cheaper and go like Doc Strom. I guess that's fine. But for me, like it's hard for me to play the Blackhawks without Kane. Yeah, I like Chicago one here tonight. Uh, Taze Kane Hagel. In their sample together this year, 61 shot attempts per 60 minutes, controlling 51% of the scoring chances. Like being above 50% on this team, that's a miracle. <laughs> <Is> this economy? <laughs> like, uh, and the Rangers, you know, we talked about it yesterday. A big reason we don't like going into New York is Igor Shesterkin. That's not a problem here tonight. So uh, Chicago one is actually my favorite line out of this game. I don't like either of the Rangers top six lines. Like, I don't like the Rangers' top line. I would play the Rangers' second line. I agree with you. I think this is the Rangers' third line is my favorite Rangers' line in this game. They they were the one line that actually looked good for the Rangers yesterday on a consistent basis. They're going to get the absolute joke matchups <laughs> in the bottom six for Chicago, uh, and they fit in perfectly with your super expensive Colorados or Boston. So they are uh, one of my favorite filler stacks here tonight. Um that's probably it for me out of this game. Anybody for you on the blue line? I think Gustafsson, Min Price, still on power play one. Like, that's – I don't understand, like, yeah, moving Seth Jones off. Like, he plays, like, 30 minutes. Might as well just throw him on the power play. But Gustafsson, power play one, Min Price is fine. Yeah, uh, like that, Min Price as well. We're going to be getting out of here uh, pretty soon. If you guys could, before we do, click that subscribe. Click the notification bell so you get alerts when we go live.
Thank you very much to Yahoo for sponsoring us. Be sure to check out the special deal we have for Yahoo in the link of the description below. Uh, and stick around for the NBA Strategy Show next with Emac and Gundacker, and then the college football live before lock immediately after them. And then we have NFL and MMA and NBA for the rest of the day. Uh, MMA, your NBA double dose starting at 6 Eastern, a little bit later than most days today. So uh, we've got you covered for the rest of the day here at Osmo. Last game, Pittsburgh, 3.1 implied goal total going into Vancouver. Uh, Vancouver has a 2.6 implied goal total. We don't have any Vancouver lines because they completely mixed up their lines in the last game. Um, Vasily Pod Colson was playing with JT Miller, uh, Justin Dowling, and Nils Hoglander was, was were playing with Elias Pedersen. Alex Chason was still on the top power play unit. Pittsburgh won for me out of this game. That's it. Yeah, uh, this is the only late game, so we can get a pit one late hammer. The with like it's it, it's still wild to me saying with Evan Rodriguez there, their line has been much better, but it is true. Their numbers are insane, and Crosby has been bad since he's come back eventually he's going to turn it around you know issues we've already talked about but i i really do like pit one tonight not much else bad teams stay bad for a reason the canucks are just a bad team uh there's nothing that i like there with the lines how they are so pit one late hammer that's it out of this game yeah it's not even a good matchup for vancouver pittsburgh's a, yeah. a pretty good team themselves so yeah out on vancouver I do. I don't mind Demko in net seventy four hundred. A uh, yeah. good price for Demko, and that leads me to asking you for your hat trick pick and your goalies here tonight. My hat trick pick is Valerie Nachushkin, and my goalies are uh, Thatcher Demko and Yusi Saros. Who you got? Yeah, I like those goalies as well. I also uh, don't mind Jack Campbell. Surprisingly, that feels weird coming out of my mouth, but um, my hat trick pick is going to be Evan Rodriguez. There we go. Evan Rodriguez, Valerie Nachushkin are your two hat-trick picks for tonight. We're getting out of here. For Tyler Zander, for Josh Harris, I'm Michael Clifford saying good luck tonight, everybody, and we'll be back next week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For whatever reason, there's always been a stigma around mental health in our communities. Some people say that talking about your feelings makes you weak. But you know what? It doesn't make you weak, it makes you human. No matter what you're struggling with, you can call or text 988 Lifeline to connect with a trained crisis counselor and get the resources and support you need. No judgment, no stigma, just hope. Text or call 988-SUICIDE-AND-CRISIS-LIFELINE day or night. 988. Hope has a new number.